Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Human on the Daily. I am your host, Dr. Megan. You'll hear my intro here in a little bit and tell you a little bit more about me and the show if you are new here. And I love the question that turned into today's podcast topic. It's a question that a client of mine brought to me on boundaries and how to handle them, particularly when you are growing into like a new version of yourself and you have people who have been in your life for a long time who kind of question that or start to say, well, this isn't you because it's not the version of you that I knew. And before we dive in, I do want to state real quick. So I recorded this crazy late at night after a really exhausting week. Like you guys know, like y'all know that moment where you're like, I'm at 20%. Y'all like I have 20% of my energy left. I am the tank is near empty. It's bedtime. Like that's where I was at when I recorded this. And so of course I then got in my head of like, ugh, there's a lot I didn't say. I didn't say it well. I was all over the place. There's anyways, like I was all up in my perfectionism and just wondering like, maybe I should just scrap it and redo it at a different time. Um, and I, I, I say this because I want that to be the permission for you to do it messy, do it imperfect. So I sat and thought about it. I was like, I could redo all of this and hit all of the points that I want to and make the message a lot clearer and, and add things in. And you know what I decided is that two things. One, I my gut is that, you know what? Someone needs to hear it exactly how it was done. And someone needs the permission to do it messy and to not have it, have things picture perfect before you put them out into the world. So I think both of those messages are incredibly important and incredibly valid. And you know what? Fuck it. Like I can always make another episode later where I dive even deeper into this based on the responses that I get from y'all. Like you'll hear at the end of the show where I ask you to shoot me a DM And tell me, like, what are the gaps? What questions do you still have? What really resonated? What was helpful? Because I think this really is such an important conversation that I can make multiple episodes on. Like, seriously, multiple. And so, you know what? This is is version one, iteration one, whatever you want to call it. And it's messy and it's imperfect. And someone needs to hear it. And also to note, like, I'm not going to sell you all on anything in this episode, but... As I said, this did come from a client of mine, so I'm going to drop in the show notes some ways that you can work with me if you're like, if, if this resonates and you're like, hey, I, I kind of need this too and I want to deep dive on a more individual level. So that'll be the show notes, but that's really all I'm going to say on that for now. Enjoy the show. on the daily the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full authentic self i am dr megan daly and i have been there i've overcome so much trauma dealt with so many stressors like competing in high level athletics rigorous academics getting my doctor in physical therapy and i did what i should do right i climbed the corporate healthcare ladder and when that didn't make me feel fulfilled i branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really? And what is it that I am meant to do? 
So together in this podcast, we are going to dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. Right. So I had such a great question come up in my group course today that I wanted to share and just turn it into a podcast episode. And quite frankly, it's a question that has come up before with a lot of my one-on-one clients. And it is, how do you create boundaries with those who have known you for a long time? Specifically, as you're going through change, creating new habits and a lifestyle more authentic to you now versus living a life based on past you, some will express what you're doing is not actually you. And how do you respond to that? And I think this is such a phenomenal question because it's something that we all deal with, right? Like you've heard me talk about it on this podcast before, how a lot of us very unintentionally end up designing our life based on the expectations of others in some way, shape or form. Some of us do it more than others, but for sure that happens. And then depending on what kind of patterns and conditionings you have, maybe you have some people pleasing tendencies, maybe you have some perfectionist tendencies, maybe like there's, or even maybe you're known as like the fun one because you were covering things up with humor. There's all these kind of patterns and coping mechanisms and various things that others might create. Like we can put identities on ourselves, but those around us kind of do it to us as well, right? Like we all do it unintentionally. We do it to other people. We do it to ourselves. And you kind of associate someone with like, this is the version of you that I know. And unless you've watched them and, and allowed them to change, then it can be really tough of like, wait, what's this version of you? I don't necessarily know this version. I don't like this version. Like whatever is coming up for you. And it's, it's really easy to recognize when we have that done to us. And as you go through changes, which hopefully you have, right? Like what's the point of life if we're not ever changing and evolving, hopefully towards the more authentic version of ourselves. Like that's what I, I hope if nothing else that you get from this podcast is how to slowly become a more authentic version of you. And that does involve change. And it quite often involves holding boundaries that fit best for the newest or the current version of you. And those boundaries may or may not change. And the things that are your a priority to you may or may not change. Like there's all these different minute or bigger changes that can happen. And the people around you may or may not be okay with that. And I'm putting okay in some big quotation marks there because if they are coming at you in any way, shape or form, even well-meaning, if they're like, well, this isn't you, like, what what are you doing? This this isn't the the person that I know. There's a couple options. Really, I mean, really, there's well, there are two options. It's just varying degrees of those options. I guess is a better way to say it. So, really, I think the first thing to do, particularly, I mean, it's someone you've known for a long time, right? Like we we're caring people. If it's someone we care about, it's not like we're just going to be like cut them out of our lives immediately. We might need to, but I I don't think that's the appropriate first reaction. The first reaction would be like, once you establish that boundary 
or establish the, I don't love the word expectation for this, but if they say, we'll, we'll take a little bit more of it. Maybe you used to go out drinking all the time with them. These were like your drinking buddies. And now you're trying to go sober because that fits the version of you that you want to become. Or again, this is just an, the best example that's coming to mind right now. And they don't understand and they kind of fight against it and try to get you to come out drinking. And I think the first step is to really hold the boundary, but also have a conversation of, okay, if you want, I can come out and socialize, but it needs to be in parameters that work for me. So depending on if this is just a purely like, Hey, I'm kind of sober curious like if you're okay with being around alcohol, then maybe you can just go and get a soda water. Or if it's something where it's like, Hey, I don't want to be around alcohol. I don't even want that temptation. Then, Hey, maybe I don't come out to the bars with you tonight, but tomorrow night we go do some other fun activity. Like there's, there's a lot of ways you could approach it of like, if what you want is the social aspect of it, then, Hey, how can we have the social aspect and not necessarily involve alcohol, at least for me. And then whatever other parameters I need around it. Right. I think that's the first step. Now there is something to be said for you are going to have people in your life. It's the unfortunate and truth that as you change into a different version of you, again, like we're going on kind of the assumption that it's a more authentic one. You are going to have people who resist and fight back against that. There's a high likelihood that there are people in your life even if you've held boundaries in the past, that the new boundaries, the new things that you need in your life, the new priorities, the new X, Y, Z, whatever, that those don't fit them. And the change is disruptive in some way, shape or form. And they are going to fight back against it because there was something about the way that you were the past version of you was that benefited them. It gave them support or it gave them an outlet or whatever it is, but there was something that they were benefiting from And this new version of you that you are moving into doesn't necessarily fit that. And sometimes it's amicable. Sometimes it's a very natural, like, hey, we're growing in different directions. We still love and respect each other. And you can kind of go your separate ways. There are going to be those people that really fight back against it and make you feel bad, whether intentional or unintentional, right? Like, I'm not talking about, like, I'm not referring to like a narcissist who's really going to come at you. Like, that's a whole that's a whole different ball game of like recognizing some red flags and cutting people out of your life. I'm talking about good people that you care about that just don't understand the change that you are going through and are trying to put you in a box of a past version of you. So this client of mine who came with this question, wanted some suggestions for how to create boundaries. And I think the first one is really just having an open and honest conversation of like, Hey, I understand that, you know, this past version of me, this is who I'm becoming. These are my priorities. These are the boundaries that I want to hold. Like be very transparent and open with those. And I think one of the biggest things is explaining the why behind it. And there might not be one. It might just simply be because this feels more authentic to me. If it's someone who truly cares about you, they don't need a bigger explanation than that. They don't have to understand. That's the biggest thing is like the message that you want to give those people and then to yourself when other people are changing is No one has to understand. They just have to accept that it is what you need and want right now. And if they are not willing to understand that, then you need to reevaluate their place in your life. 
So one thing that can really get the ball rolling on this conversation is to ask the person what specifically about how you're being or the changes that they're seeing, like what about those doesn't fit who they think you are? Because that can really shed a lot of light on what's going on beneath the surface and why they are coming at you in this manner. Because, you know, maybe it's that they are simply scared of change. Maybe it's shedding a light on where they're not growing and evolving. Maybe it's like, there's a lot of different things that can be going on, right? And then whenever they bring, whenever they give you the the what or the specifics about it, you can ask them, is that really true? Like, is this really true about me? Because a lot of times that will start to allow them to like take a step back and actually reflect reflect and realize that it's not true and that they are actually the ones putting an expectation or projecting or something of that nature. I think it's fair to sit that person down and kind of be like, Hey, I understand that you've known a past version of me, maybe multiple past versions of me. And this, this was like, so for me, like this was the past version of Megan who was like, whatever it is, like layout like the boundaries and the priorities that you had at that time and like show appreciation, like talk about, Hey, like I really appreciate how you were there for me in these moments and you supported these priorities and et cetera. Like, and here's where I'm at now. And here's what I need from my, my inner people, my inner circle people who are going to be the ones that stay really close with me. And if there is a mismatch and that's okay, there are going to be mismatches. There are going to be people who are meant to be in your life for a season. They may skip seasons. Like maybe they need to like go away for a little bit and then come back. There are going to be people who are going to grow with you throughout seasons and they can accept the changes and whether or not they fully understand them and go with the flow and really support you in the way that you needed. You have your forever people. And if you go through and you're like, hey, I understand that you know a past version of me and you lay out those parameters and you then you lay out the parameters of who you are now, all is in their court at that point, right? Like here's, here's the take-home message that I really want you to get is there are going to be people who are meant to move along to the next version of you and there are people who are not. And it hurts, okay? I am not saying that this is easy and I'm not saying it doesn't hurt like hell to have to distance from people or let some people go. But it is so important. They either fit in the new version of you or they don't. And if they do, great. That still probably warrants some conversations on where you're at and where you're going and how you need support in this season and asking them how they need support and making sure that it really does align for both of you. And then there are going to be people who aren't. And here's the part that I want to make really clear. I do not care. It is not important how long you have known that person. That is not a factor as to whether or not they are meant for you in this next season of life. You can have people in that next season of life who are meant to be there that you've known for a day, 10 years, your entire life, 10 minutes. And then there are going to be plenty of people that fit those same parameters that are not meant to be in that season of life. Yes, the kindergarten best friend that you have kept as your best friend since eight until age like 32. If they do not fit the new season that you're moving into at this point, 
then they are not inner circle people anymore. And those, it is, it's really hard. And it is so imperative that, so that you can continue to grow. So approaching those conversations and it really, it comes down to mastering your mindset and really being so okay with who you are, where you're going and what supports you need to get you there. So let's say you have, let, let's take that example that I just used, the kindergarten best friend and you're 32 and you're moving into a new phase of life and you're creating new habits and a more authentic lifestyle. All I'm, I'm using verbiage from the original question. And that kindergarten bestie or bestie since kindergarten, rather, it's probably a better way to say it, is saying like, hey, I don't understand. Like, why are, why don't you still like the same things? And they keep saying, this isn't you because they don't know this new version of you. And that is someone, or that is an opportunity to have the kind of conversation that I just talked about, right? Where you talk about like, this is the past versions of me that you've supported. I'm so appreciative and here's where I'm going. And I would love to have you come along, but here's what that's going to have to look like and lay out those boundaries, and you have to really hold your ground of where, where's the hard line? Like this isn't a, oh, because I've known you for, gosh, why is math hard right now? Anyways, like 20 something years, just because I've known you for that long doesn't mean you get a pass. Doesn't mean that there's now a gate in that. If, if So in my mind, I'm thinking of a boundary as like a fence. Like there are no gates in your boundaries. That is not a thing. So no one is like, no one gets a secret code just because they've known you for X number of years. So if we back up for just a second, then what's really important is that you know the boundaries that you need in this time of life or in this version of you. So even listing out, like do a values exercise. There's tons, you can Google and find tons of like how to find my top three values. Um, I think I actually, if you go back to my values episode, I talk about how I fi figured out my values in that one. So figuring out your top values, figuring out what boundaries you need to support, like who do you want to be? That's, that's probably actually step one. Who do you want to be in this season of life? What is the authentic version of you? And writing that out, like, what do you do? What do you not do? What do you compromise on? What do you not compromise on? What are the priorities in like is work the main priority is family the main priority is joy the main priority like where are your priorities lying and what are your values so again value episode which is oh gosh i think it's like episode 10 maybe it's earlier on in the podcast to figure out your top values and then what boundaries do you need to support you in that? So be really solid, like know those. So then when you go to have those conversations, particularly with the people who you really care about, that it's going to be like the hardest if you do have to make a change there, know those when you go into those conversations so you can stand a little bit more firmly in them. And I can greatly appreciate, because I've been in this situation multiple times, that it can be really nerve wracking. Like these are some very uncomfortable conversations to bring up with people. And this is a situation where I think like hope for the best plan for the worst, right? So you hope that it all works out. They can move along with you and still be inner circle in this next phase of life. And you want to plan 
for when that conversation goes south. So you're prepared, meaning you know how to respond when they come back at you with things. And now some of you might disagree with me on that, but I think that's incredibly helpful so that you don't allow your emotions to create that gate in the fence, create the secret code for this particular person who may or may not know how to pull on heartstrings or like the people that are closest to you are the ones who know how to like, those are the people who know how to get around your boundaries best. They know where to like twist the knife or push the buttons, like that kind of stuff. They know how to get an act, a reaction out of you. They know how to, they know your weak spots. So have those ready to go for if and when that happens. Hopefully it doesn't, but then you're at least prepared. Heck, I whatever, take some notes on your phone and have it ready to go so you can bring it up if you start feeling yourself getting emotional or going into a fight or flight or a freeze response or anything of that nature. And then just as like a quick example. So we'll take the one from earlier of the person who would go out drinking all the time who's decided to be sober or maybe they've just cut down to like, hey, I'm like drinking really isn't a priority for me or not even a priority. Like it's just, it's not a thing that I want to do because I have more energy if I don't. And so maybe I'll have the occasional cocktail, but we're talking like once a month, like something pretty minimal. And this is actually, I'm that person right now. Not like drinking was ever like a heavy part of mine, but I'm, I'm on the verge of like, do I even have any of it? And my friends who have known past versions of me would be like, what are you talking about? Like I would get you a bottle of bourbon for your birthday. Like that was the thing. So, but that's a conversation to have with a friend who's like, if say I have someone who's, I mean, I've, been like this for long enough now I don't really have anyone calling me anymore like wanting to go out a bunch of different weeknights or something or gosh I haven't even done that since I'm mid-20s anyways getting off topic but like say I had a friend call me and was just kept wanting to go out on Friday nights or kept wanting to meet up for drinks instead of anything else and that's an opportunity for me to have a conversation and and say like hey I understand that's how we hung out before but you know what? I would much rather now, like the what fits for the current vision of me and where I'm version of me and where I'm going is if we could do a coffee work date or meet for brunch or maybe we meet and go for a, an evening walk together instead of a cocktail. And if they're on board, awesome. If they really want to go out to drink, then that does give me the opportunity to ask some questions on like, well, simply why? Not in a defensive way, but just what's the underlying reason for going out and getting a drink versus one of the other suggestions. And then if we can then come to a compromise, great. But if they're like, nah, that's that's part of my lifestyle, I can I can support them. I can be happy for them. And I can say, cool, let me know if you're ever down to go for a walk or a coffee. But I really like that's just not my scene. And it's not what's going to bring me joy and support me in this phase. And you know, if you going through a hard time and you need to talk like I'm here for you, but let's meet in the middle there. Hopefully that helps on what I mean when I'm say approach these conversations and kind of explain past you versus current you and what your boundaries are and, and how this person like give options of, Hey, this is how you can still be in my life. Like this is how you can still be inner circle kind of again, ball in their court at that point. Right. And if they keep pushing back or anything of that nature, then it does not matter. 
how long they've been in your life. You do not have a responsibility. Like there's no hierarchy of people in your life that's based on tenure. It is just who's for you in the season. Great. Keep them around. Whoever's not. Okay. That's going to be really hard. And it is going to be the best for you. In fact, there's a Glennon Doyle quote that I absolutely love from her book Untamed. And it's called, there's no such thing as one-sided liberation. And that comes up in the book when she's talking about her divorce. But I think it really applies to everything. And it's the idea that if you need to be quote unquote liberated from that relationship, then it is also going to be the best thing for the other person at this time. Whether that is giving both of you the space to have other people who are going to be better suited for this season to come into your life, or maybe, maybe you've made big leaps into something that's authentic to you. And it's triggering to that person that you care about. That was your friend. Well, that might be the push that they need to dig deep and, and get curious about some of their own stuff. And it may not be immediate. Again, that's like, that's none of that is your responsibility. You have no idea. There's no way for us to know what's on the other side of all of these kinds of conversations. And there is no such thing as one-sided liberation. So well, if it's the best thing for you, it is going to be the best thing for them as well in the end. Okay. I feel like I talked in circles a bit. It is 9.30 PM here. I am admittedly exhausted from teaching. So, but that's, those are the big things. I think it really is knowing your boundaries, knowing your values, knowing your priorities. Like, where are you? What is the season of life? Like, what do you want it to look like? And who do you want around you? Like who builds you up? Who supports you? Who pushes you to continue to grow? That's who your inner circle is. Anyone else around that, hold your boundaries, hold them firmly. And unfortunately, there's going to be people that you need to let go of. And those are going to be some uncomfortable conversations. And there might even be some people that the conversation is so unproductive that you just need to like cut it and, and not even respond. Right. And those suck. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They suck. And that is, that is part of this growth journey and it will help you become lean more into your authenticity. And I want to leave you with this final point is that no one, and I mean, no one gets to determine who you are except for you. Okay. (laughs) With all of that, I, I hope this was helpful and I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram. If you got anything from this or if there's any questions you have from it, or if there's any unclarity is not a word, right? That's not a thing. Anyway, any lack of clarity that I left open, any gaps that I left open, that was what I was trying to say. Cool. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. It'll be in the show notes. The link will be. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. This is something that I think is such a good question. And I mean, I could honestly make multiple podcast episodes on just this one question. So it was admittedly a little tough for me to figure out like, hey, what are what are the big suggestions that I want to leave you with? So, but those are them, the, the ones that I just listed. All right. So catch y'all next time. Okay, high five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. 
it is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood because we are all human and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful and you are beautiful. So if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway and then tag me at move on the daily and hum- at human dot on the daily. Thank you so much and see you next time.